Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, earlier this week, you sent me a link for a German bakery that was making syringe COVID cakes (laughs) and toilet paper cakes. This was interesting. Considering most of the people in the U.S. are still awaiting their vaccines because of the delay here. Will the COVID cake cure all of our complications? (laughs) Mm. Not sure. It was just funny. It was one of those headlines. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's cute. And then I'm just like, well, no, it's kind of weird. (laughs) And I realized, like, I don't know what's going on with the vaccine in Germany. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're close to done. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. Not like here where I have no idea when I'm getting the vaccine or if I'll get one. Because as you know, limited doses. So it's like winning the lottery, I guess. I'm just looking at the cake and it's just a giant needle that says COVID (laughs) on it. So I don't know. (laughs) I know. It feels like I could make that in my kitchen. (laughs) Okay, that's what I was thinking too. I was, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, this it's not really that great. They put, I think they put fondant over it, I think. Yeah. And then it's just, but it just didn't, just looks like a, a giant needle. <laughs> yeah, it could look like a lot of things. <laughs> Going back to more regional and local, how are you doing with the snow the past couple of days? Yeah, I think the worst of it was when it was windy because usually, the snow stays off my porch, but the wind blew it all on my porch. So I, I couldn't even open up my screen door all the way without shoveling snow. So that was kind of a bummer. I'm pretty much just, you know, staying at home. And, you know, it's not like it's a big weekend for me or anything. <laughs> so what about you? We got about eight inches, maybe yeah. nine inches. When I woke up, it was still snowing. Now it's just raining over. A lot of it has melted. Maybe we're down to like six inches now or four inches i don't even yeah. know i haven't even looked outside now we get flooding <laughs> <laughs> that's what we get to look forward to for a couple days i feel bad for all the men specifically men who procrastinate and can't get a valentine's day <laughs> gift on saturday last minute i feel awful about that well it's very real though so it's just like it's that age old like joke about like going to the corner convenience store slash gas station <laughs> and buying the gifts so i i think it's pretty hilarious so oh well (laughs) i think i've mentioned this on other shows before my former employee which i used to work with they used to buy tons and tons of roses and flowers and they would sell it marked up just high premium market value probably i believe like 70 dollars for a dozen roses Mm -hmm. or 80 dollars for a dozen roses i think i saw on uh one of the advertisements if you buy a 150 dollar gift card to my former employee you get a a dozen roses for it wow and then every year the next day or maybe the end of the day they would give all the roses away that they Mm -hmm. can't sell and the funny part is all these men would like finish their workout and say like, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day. I have to buy flowers. I need to buy flowers. And so they all, they all pay that $100 or $80 premium for those roses. I'm just laughing at them, but I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's quite funny, but now because of all the snow, I don't know who's going to be able to make it out there to purchase a gift card or get roses and they're going to have so much roses in excess inventory at the My end of goodness. the day. I, 
Yes. One of my jobs when I was younger is I used to peddle roses at like uh, office parks. So I used to walk around and sell roses to people. So what would happen is sometimes, about half the time, people would buy them for me and give them back <laughs> to me. So I'd just resell them twice. Aw. Oh, nice. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Do you get flashbacks when Honey Court, when people at late at night at Honey Court try to sell people roses? Oh, Have totally. you ever seen that? Totally. Yeah, you got PTSD oh. with that. Right. <laughs> By the way, happy Valentine's Day, Monica. Hashtag still not a couple. Aww. I have managed to avoid all of your advances this past year. So it's, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> and I am advanced. <laughs> well, thank you, Nelson. I, um, I miss, you know, spending Valentine's Day with you for non-romantic <laughs> dinners. <laughs> non-romantic right. nine-course meals. <laughs> This is the first year we haven't had Valentine's Day dinner that's, that's non-Valentine's Day dinner. Right. It's hilarious. What is your Valentine's Day meal? What are you having? What are you having with your wonderful husband and your son, Cole? Well, when I'm at home eating, after I'm done eating my fancy meal with you, usually I come home to a heart-shaped pizza because I actually enjoy heart-shaped pizzas. I yes. know it's less dough, Great. but it's just, it's a cute little tradition. And, you know, I don't like cut flowers. I actually do not like that at all. I don't like killing flowers for holidays um, or for profits. That's a no-no. I always tell people not to get me flowers at all. I've actually had, I've had a lot of Valentine's deliveries, but we'll get to that soon. <laughs> <laughs> what's your tradition i too do not like cut flowers so yeah. nobody bring me cut yes, flowers on no, valentine's don't. day <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just gonna be a bowl of ramen tonight because oh, <laughs> I, I, I sent you something no, but i think it, not I, th sad I, I think i think that it didn't get to you because of the weather so you'll, you'll be getting something that you'll like oh well thank you very much and by the way monica this show Airs on Monday, so we all have to wish Monica a wonderful happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> so, Monica, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Finally 21, you're able to drink I now. I know. Yeah. Now I'm finally able to legally drink. Yeah. So, hey, liquor brand. <laughs> yeah, none of these illegal drinking during the Instagram stories. Now you're finally able illegal. They're finally legal. I know. It's nice to turn 21 for the bazillion time. <laughs> Thank you, Nelson. It's very sweet. Well, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. All right. Let's get on to the show. Monica, we have some giveaway winners. We had a flash giveaway earlier this week with Young T, but mm -hmm. due to the snow... They were very smart and very planned out. And instead of having their cold tofu pudding and grass jelly pop-up that was supposed to be Friday and Saturday that coincided with Lunar New Year, they decided to move it to next weekend. So next Friday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick out a winner on Thursday since I was supposed <laughs> to pick one out. Instead, I kind of let it marinate, those stragglers that wanted to enter in. Mm -hmm. Before the show, I have three winners that we picked out. And the winners for the cold tofu pudding and grass jelly set are or Rebecca dot Lee eating with Tao and doubly delicious. Congratulations to you three winners. We will contact you and we will also send your names out to young T. So that way you can collect them on next Friday and Saturday. You can pick them your prize. Not on both days. Pick one day, Friday yeah, or Saturday. Pick one day. Yeah. Price. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, winners. You don't get two sets. You get one set. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, goodness. Mm. All right, Monica. Let's get into what are we eating this week. 
we have that and we also have an interview so let's move it right. <laughs> let's do it let's, <laughs> Not, let's move. go you got to move it move it you got to move it move it i like that song i still like that song <laughs> <laughs> okay i like to move it move it i like to move it move it what was that lemur movie or is it the penguins is it the penguins from uh what was that sony and dreamworks with Ben Stiller and Chris Rock. Oh, Madagascar. Madagascar. <laughs> is it the penguins that did that? Oh, no, no. It was the remember. lemurs that did that, right? Yeah, yeah it was the lemurs. So. I, yeah, I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to what are we eating. <laughs> Apparently, I'm on a fried chicken diet because I've been eating a lot of fried chicken the last three weeks, four months. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I might be, I might have been eating fried chicken. I mean, once a week at least. So yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Someone recommended me to try the cheeseling chicken from barbecue chicken out of U district. So I got a half order of that to start the week off on this week's episode of taco Tuesday. The good friends of Mangosteen called me out and told me to come down and get a sneak peek of their ahi tuna tacos from them that were available this weekend. Monica, those taco shells are absolutely magical. And I don't use magical a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs> they look really good. They look really good. But you know me, I'm quarantined at home. so. <laughs> <laughs> there were five tacos in an order, but I could have probably eaten five more. Also, for all you horchata fans, Boba Bar slash Mangosteen slash Cut and Cook Barbecue. I don't know. I still don't know which one to use. They also had a Pandan horchata. Oh, yeah. I love horchata, but the best part of it at the bottom, once you finish the drink, Monica, there's like two or three lychee at the bottom as like a bonus score of toppings. (laughs) That's really cool. (laughs) Sounds yummy. It's really, really delicious. If you guys are a horchata fan, get this. The hard part though, with those sealed cans is getting the lychee out of the (laughs) the hole. It's so difficult. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, you know, most of the time I don't use the cans, you know, I just... Well, you know, I just do what I like, so. <laughs> but what do you mean you don't use the cans? Like, do, do you like cut the tops off? I don't know how it is because it's sealed like that. No, 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 no. You know, I mean, I'm a regular there, so. <laughs> I, I don't always get them in the can. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't know what the special treatment is, Monica, but okay. <laughs> Whatever well, it is, I want it. Give yeah, it to it's me. Hard, it's hard to get the fruit out. You're right. Like, it's it's quite a challenge. Um, but all you got to do is aim at it with the straw and suck, Nelson. <laughs> I tried to do that with the lychee. It's not working, Monica. Practice makes perfect, Apparently, Nelson. I don't have sucking power. I know. Practice <laughs> makes perfect, Nelson. <laughs> what else are you eating? All right. Moving on. Picked up another pizza from Formula Brewing on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I was in Bellevue and I tried out Yeti Bento out there. I ordered the K Galbi Bento with LA Galbi short ribs and the massive Bento of size, which included banchan tempura gyozas and japche well worth it even it was twenty dollars for the galbi bento monica normally it's about fifteen dollars but if you want the special do it up short ribs you got to pay a little bit extra for that yeah and short ribs are totally worth it like they're nice oh yeah tender meat yes i love uwajimaya so much not because my family has been shopping there for over 35 plus years but they also sell lots of local products Mm like umami kushi and your favorite monica cakes of paradise Mm. well it's my favorite too i like cakes of paradise (laughs) but you recently picked up some cakes of paradise at uwajimaya i picked up a beef curry ukazu pan and 
was almost tempted on picking up a whole rainbow cake for $31, but I just settled for a slice, Monica. <laughs> what are you going to do with a whole cake? <laughs> Eat it all. That's what I, I would do with a whole cake. So, like a quarter sheet? Are you talking about a quarter sheet? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a round cake. Oh, it's a, a round, round Like an eight inch round. Okay. Whew. Yeah, like, an eight wow. inch round. <laughs> as much as I love cakes of paradise rainbow cake i can't eat a whole quarter sheet that's a lot of cake <laughs> it is a lot of cake <laughs> speaking of which have you heard those people those horror stories at costco where they would buy a quarter sheet for a birthday party and then they would eat whatever and then return it back isn't that just awful what are they returning please it don't for? do that like how do they do that they're returning it and say i'm air quoting in uh, on audio saying that they weren't satisfied, even though they probably ate like a half of a sheet cake. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Same rules apply as to That's eating awful. at a restaurant. You can't eat like six ounces of an eight ounce thing. Be like, this is terrible. I hate it. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Rude. <laughs> I know it's very rude. Mm. Anyway, let's keep moving on. After I went to Yuajimaya, I picked up some cozy bombs and I got hot chocolate bombs from them. I'm a huge white chocolate fan, and I picked up some white chocolate bombs for myself. Ooh. They were making a lot of cozy bombs before the Valentine's Day, so they were they had a lot of orders out there. So mm -hmm. if you guys still want to get hot chocolate bombs, and they also do bath bombs, make sure you pick some up for them. And then finally, for Lunar New Year, I think my family paid off Dozone's rent for this month at the Issaquah location <laughs> with just our order, Monica, <laughs> just alone. <laughs> Wow. 60 XLBs, 28 Q bows, 12 wontons in chili sauce, four beef rolls, six pan fried ground beef cakes, two orders of Eben noodles, and an order of marinated pig ears. Mm. Monica, when we went with our foodie friends to the downtown Seattle location for a tasting, I believe my family ordered more food than we ordered with our friends. And we, we had about know. 12 people. I don't yeah. know how many people. Was it like 10 or 12? I feel like we ordered my family of just what four adults for five wow. adults and two children just ordered that much. Really? Because I feel like we really had a lot of stuff that day. I mean, we had like three to five of like every dish. That receipt was like, what, five feet long? <laughs> oh, it was a long like, receipt, but mine was a, a lot. lot. Mine was just as long. I was looking through and I was like, oh. <laughs> Mm, impressive, Nelson. Respect. <laughs> I'm impressed. First of all, it's justified because my nieces inhale, absolutely inhale those XLBs. Like yeah. they can, there's come six in an order. I think they mm -hmm. eat two orders or 12 of them by themselves just in yeah. one sitting. Not just the big niece, like the little niece and the big niece eats those. And then they eat like three Q bows in one out of order. So that's <laughs> two orders of that i i just whenever that happens i just leave it up to my brother to order and he just like oh yeah they can eat this much and i'm like we just ordered 10 xlb orders of 60 <laughs> total it's like oh, oh yeah, yeah we're gonna clean it up yeah it's two per person two per it's person <laughs> two per person oh my gosh and i'm like we ordered so much but it's no it's all gone i was like looking it's like do we have any leftovers like oh my god there's no leftovers I was like, well, there's one, one leftover the of the cucumbers because that's not, vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I know, the cucumber, not even the cucumber. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, that was our Lunar New Year. We Our family's just been working a lot lately, so 
that includes my sister-in-law and my brother. So we just decided we're not going to cook. My mom made some radish turnip cakes, you know, the ones you find at dim sum. Yeah. So that was nice, but you can't make a whole meal out of that. So we (laughs) forget it. Let's just do takeout. Let's just, let's just do it. Luckily, Dozone came through. Absolutely. No, it's perfect. You know, you get too busy and you get to support restaurants and you get to eat good. And, you know, you just, you know, recycle and compost the stuff afterwards. You're good. If the ID in Chinatown was a little bit closer, we've always tried to avoid that that area on Lunar New Year because it's just even with the even with the quarantine and even with the pandemic, it's still probably I figured it was still going to be extremely busy. I mean, cow cows lines would be out the door and things totally. like that. So we just decided just to eat local in there. Yeah. Hmm. Still look good. All right, Monica, how about you? What did you end up eating this week? Oh, last week I visited Sabine for takeout. So they have outdoor seating and a separate window for takeout orders. So that was really convenient because when I got there, there was a line of people. I'm like, this cannot be the line for takeout. <laughs> I, I got, oh my gosh. Uh, right. I know. I got a breakfast sandwich, cinnamon roll and chocolate babka. Nelson, this breakfast sandwich, it's, it's something special. It's got mm. seven day pastrami, pickled mustard seed aioli, fried egg, spicy greens on brioche it's a pretty darn good breakfast sandwich i have to say so i'm looking forward to trying more of the menu and i you know i didn't try any coffee drinks but i want to so that's on my list to try so but really cool spot monica it's so awesome that sabine is able to find this place previously bastille so i'm glad someone was able to take up that spot i always love that fire pit (laughs) indoor fire pit (laughs) that's around there that was really fun yeah great i will have to try out the breakfast sandwich, like you mentioned, you had me at breakfast sandwich. You gotta try I know. that. It, it, it's so good, and um, I'm a sucker for fire pits too. So indoor ones too. You know, I'm just like I'm kind of like paranoid about having fire indoors, but I like indoor fire pits. So that's really weird, but it's super cool. Okay, next, Nelson, you had already visited the new Douay Kachina location in Kirkland, and I finally had a chance to go. I love the space. It's got super high ceilings and a roll-up door for when the weather's warmer and plenty of seating inside or outside at the village around at Totem Lake. So that was really cool. I really miss their bucatini, so I had to get that. And the pasta has a really chewy mouthfeel that I can't get enough of. And I've been like craving pasta for weeks now, so it was perfect. And it's also always fun to watch the pasta be made right out front so really cool spot i kind of i'm kind of loving that new development i'm loving that area too you can go there grab salt and straw and then go watch a movie when that theater opens up again did you see that pasta machine that thing i want that thing installed in my house (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's it's pretty cool uh they they ran it for well they they run it the whole time i mean that's where they make their pasta (laughs) so yeah i know yeah very awesome Okay, so as you know, Nelson, now the listeners know, this is a really big weekend for me. It's Lunar New Year, it's Valentine's Day, and my birthday. So to kick it off, my friend Michael surprised me with a Valentine's Day gift set from Macadons. It had a hot chocolate macabomb, macarons, and a breakable chocolate heart by Dang Goodies. And because Michael is such a good friend, he also brought me a bag of dicks because he knows my favorites. And he didn't know this, but I had also ordered a set of Hello Kitty hot chocolate macabombs online and it was delivered the day after. Um, but they're just so cute. I had to have them because, you know, I'm in love with Hello Kitty. So I just had to had to have it. Monica, I've been seeing a lot of the hearts, especially Michael giving it to her his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Does it come with a mallet? 
Yes. So it comes with a mallet. and (laughs) That's awesome. I want the mallet, Monica. Save me the mallet so you can give it to me. Okay. Yeah, because I have a lot of mallets because I I bust a lot of chocolate (laughs) at home. But uh, no, I loved watching his girlfriend. awesome. uh, I loved watching his girlfriend bust that chocolate because – um, it was a pretty aggressive, nice crack. And then like very the, aggressive, <laughs> the bite afterwards, like the biting the chocolate. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> so super cool. Other deliveries this week included the chocolate seduction macaron set from Bell's pastries and a gifted charcuterie box from sundry box. So the chocolate seduction set is just my style because Nelson, you know, I love chocolate, just chocolate dessert, anything. Mm-hmm. And my favorite flavor was the coffee one. The charcuterie box included some of my local favorites like Beecher's flagship and Coral Salami. So both were gone very quickly because I've been snowed in. I was starting to think that I was running out of food, but Nelson, if you didn't know, it's Girl Scout cookie season. (laughs) Normally, I wouldn't buy them because I don't go to the store anymore, but my niece Rowan was selling them, so I bought a bunch online, and Tagalongs are and always have been my favorite. So Girl Scout cookie season. So I think I'm set for the rest of the snowpocalypse. I'm a huge Samoas and Tagalongs fan, Monica. Ever since I was a kid, those those peanut butter Tagalogs, mm. as well as the Samoas. Mm. Do they still show the the blue box shortbread? I don't know. I'm low key really enjoying those. I don't know because I don't like shortbread. It's pretty rare that I like shortbread. Oh, yeah. So those I don't were the really first times I've ever. I had no idea what a shortbread was until I ate those shortbreads from Girl Scouts. <laughs> They're too hard. <laughs> no, they're so good. Too hard. Like that, that buttery. I know it's like there's no other flavor behind. Right. It's just this buttery cookie. And I was like, oh, I really love these. I don't know why. It's just I think I'm the only one that buys those boxes of shortbread. I know. So you better get on it and support those Girl Scouts, Nelson. <laughs> okay. To cap it off, our sweet friend Retta brought me some Sokola chocolates and had them shipped to me from San Francisco. So these are perfect because she also knows I like chocolate. And I love the truffles, and I'm saving the strawberry green tea matcha bar for later this week. So thank you so much, Retta. You are the best. Wow, Retta. Retta went all out with you. That's awesome. I know. She's I'm, so sweet. All the way from San Francisco? Mm-hmm. That's a that's <laughs> wow. That's more dedication than me. I gotta step <laughs> up my game, apparently. <laughs> Goodness. Good eats, Monica. Lots of good deliveries. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Way to support the Girl Scouts. <laughs> I know. It's, I bought a lot of boxes. I was embarrassed During to show how times, many. During these harsh times, yeah. <laughs> I was embarrassed to show how many boxes, so I just showed the flavors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's a very, very good decision. I don't know if it was a national decision by the Girl Scouts of America to have them park up in front of cannabis <laughs> locations. but. <laughs> Very, very good strategy on, on their part. I'm just going to say that for right now. Yes, very much so. <laughs> we need to make this national campaign to make Girl Scout cookies instead of chips as the national munchies of America. I don't know if we can make that happen or who can we lobby? Is there like a super PAC that we can lobby to do that? Right. I'd be down like for that? it because, yeah. you know, Girl Scout season has gotten cookie season has gotten longer over the years, but it's still a hot commodity. So if Girl Scout cookies were sold all year round, I feel like there's a market for that. Yeah. Move over, Lace. <laughs> Come in, Girl Scouts of America. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, Monica, we have an interview for today. Why don't you introduce our guest? 
Our interview this week is with Alina Muratova, owner of Bakery Pop-Up, Sweet Nothings, and more. Hear how Alina has built this incredible business during the pandemic. Here's our interview with Alina. Welcome to the show, Alina. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, one of the things that's always been on my mind is how you got started as a pastry chef. Well, it's actually a pretty long story, I guess. So, um, <laughs> originally, I am from Russia, and it's a slightly different mindset. Um, so mm. when I wanted to go to school for baking and pastry, my mom kind of said that it was not the right thing to do, and it was not mm. – my mom's a doctor, so mm. why would I start baking? <laughs> right. <laughs> what kind of job is that? <laughs> so that didn't really work out for me early on. But then when I moved to the U.S. and I started working in restaurants, and I remembered how much I liked it, how much I enjoyed it, I decided to go to school for baking and pastry. And that was mm. when I was probably like 22 or 23, I think I started. So I went to the Art Institute of Seattle and studied baking and pastry for a few months. And then I started working in Seattle restaurants. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not that long now that now that I said it, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Long story, long story short. <laughs> good job. Good job. No, I'm always interested in how people come, especially like going to some sort of culinary school, like how those decisions are made, the paths that we take to get where we are. And I'm even more interested when people seem to have a natural inclination to it, like a talent for it, which I think you really do. What a lot of people don't know about me is I've eaten a lot of pastry in my life and I do all the time. It's actually one of my loves. And so I'm always looking for a good bakery. I'm looking for something flaky, something sweet, something savory. And it's just one of those things that's just part of my life. So when someone like you comes on the scene and we've known each other for a while since before you launched the company, but but when someone like you comes around, it it just, it really stands out. And and so it is important to know like where people come from. So let's get talking about stuff to eat. (laughs) So, so that's how you got started um, with pastry, but what's the origin story of Sweet Nothings and More, your company? Um, so as I mentioned before, I've bounced around quite a few Seattle restaurants and Seattle companies. I think the reason I wanted to start my own business was to be fully in control of the things that were important to me. I saw how people were being treated and some companies treat people better than others. It was just something that I really wanted to know that I can control and things Mm -hmm. like treating your employees well or reducing plastic waste were really important Mm -hmm. to me. And I was noticing that larger companies did not necessarily care about that. They cared more about the money that they were making Mm -hmm. and not their employees or the environment or what kind of impact they had on their community. I felt like maybe I could do something if I started my own company and if I was in Mm -hmm. charge, if I was telling people what to do. I could possibly make a difference. And so Mm -hmm. that's how it started. And I started Sweet Nothings in June of 2019. Mm -hmm. And we started as a wholesale dessert company. So we were selling desserts to local hotels and restaurants Mm -hmm. that for whatever reason did not have a pastry chef. Mm -hmm. Most of our customers were downtown Seattle. And that was the area that was hit the most in the pandemic. And so that's when we had to change routes slightly. But before that, I was actually... when I started the company, I was trying to balance two jobs. So Mm -hmm. I was still working at the convention center as a pastry chef, and I was trying to run my own company. And I was getting to the point where it was all getting to be a little too much 
altogether. Mm-hmm. And funny story, I was driving to work one day and I was listening to your podcast and you <laughs> were interviewing Alyssa Lainanen from Gramondo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the things that she said, they really spoke to me. She was saying the exact same words that I was thinking when I started the company about treating mm-hmm. your employees well and how she wanted to make sure that people could make a living wage and then still go home after work and pick up their kids and have the time for family time and all of those things. And it just, I got so excited hearing that. I (laughs) got to work. I immediately got on LinkedIn and I messaged Alyssa and I had no idea that she would respond. I Oh yeah. She's so nice, isn't she? (laughs) It's phenomenal. She is crazy awesome. It's like when you when I was listening to the podcast, she seemed amazing. And I was like, well, no way a person could be that amazing in person. Oh my gosh, just amazing. So she replied and she's like, Hey, can you email me? And then I was like, I would really love to meet you and pick your brain. And I have a couple of questions for you. And she made the time for me and her busy schedule, which was even more amazing, you know, which Mm -hmm. blows my mind. Like, a nobody message you on LinkedIn and you reply and you say, yes, of course, I'll meet you. I'll talk to you for an hour and I'll give you advice on whatever you want. I was absolutely blown away. (laughs) In that hour, Alyssa has found the words to convince me to quit my full-time job and try try doing my own thing full-time. I don't know how she did it. I don't remember the exact word, (laughs) but it worked. Literally the next day, I went back to the convention center and I put my two weeks notice in Mm -hmm. and that's how I became a full-time business owner. Mm-hmm. And that was in November of 2019. Right. And I love that because I'm all about like thinking about gender roles in the workplace and the overall economy. And Alyssa, she's just, she's a boss. I mean, I love her. She's got such huge, huge energy. And actually, I'm really glad you went down this path because I was going to ask you, you know, about your decision to quit your job and what that was like, because I have to say, I think we've all faced that from time to time. And like, it takes courage and it takes, you know, it takes like such strong confidence in yourself. And so thank you for sharing that. I don't know that it takes courage and it takes confidence. I don't think that's what it took for me. I think it was the faith that other people Mm -hmm. put in me. So there were people around me who believed in me more than I believed in myself. Mm. Like my husband and my mom, they were not very supportive of me quitting my job at first. But the way Alyssa said it, she was like, they want the best for you. They don't want to see you fail. They don't want to see you struggle. But unfortunately, if you want to succeed, you will have to fail once or twice or three Mm. or four times Mm -hmm. but then you'll get up and you'll keep moving again and when I came back home and I spoke those words to my husband and he really heard me and he was like yeah I think you can definitely do it you might fail but I know that you can get back up Mm -hmm. and so I think that's a very important thing to remember is that there's no success without failure but failure is not the end of the world we all sometimes yeah, absolutely. And and I think failure comes a lot. And with those failures, we learn a lot as well. But I think it's great that you have a support system. I think that's something that not everybody has. And so that's really great to hear. You know, I mean, you were talking earlier about, you know, building a company that cares about its workers and cares about balance. Um, that's something that I believe in, too. And money is always there and it'll come. But if you treat people the right way, I feel like everything else just falls into place. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I don't think that money is the most important thing in the mm-hmm. world. The more important things are the human connections and going to work and knowing that you're doing something good and something that makes you happy at the end of the day and something mm-hmm. that maybe makes other people happy. Absolutely. Let's get into it. What are some of your most popular items? I know you have a rotating menu every week, but you also have just, you know, a base. So you always have like a croissant and you sometimes have brioche and you have cakes. I know what some of my favorites are, but you know, what what are other people love? out there well just like you said our menu changes literally every single week and i think people are finally starting to realize that and they know that if they don't come out this weekend if they wanted to try something they Mm -hmm. are probably not going to try it for a few more months right (laughs) but the things that were an overwhelming success we Mm -hmm. i am still getting messages about those items weeks after we have sold them those were the churro croissants so that mm-hmm. was a croissant that was filled with dulce de leche and mm-hmm. rolled in cinnamon sugar mm-hmm. and the boston cream croissants i'm getting phone calls of people wanting to order it by the dozen <laughs> yeah sorry my bad i put that on my feed how <laughs> oh dare you scandalous monica Ugh. i even showed the cream <laughs> how dare you oh my god you cut the croissant in half and you showed the cream i cannot believe <laughs> yes i definitely am blown away by that croissant a lot of your croissants and and it's just you, you do it right it takes a certain level of expertise to get to that level and i love it and also a lot of people might not know like you make really good chocolate i know that and, and i'm not talking like you know there are people out there who are melting chocolate i know the difference between a chocolatier and, and like someone who's just <laughs> melting chocolate you make really good chocolate and my son and i talk about it when we have your stuff because he likes chocolate as well and so like when we're doing your hot chocolate bombs or you know when we had the pinata cake earlier in the year last year so so the quality is there so i really appreciate it. so guys if there's any chocolate out there that Alina's making you should try it the cakes i think lesser known are the cakes like i had that hazelnut cake last time oh my gosh so good so awesome. good I'm glad you liked it yes the cakes are something that we started this year Mm-hmm. It was just something that I decided to float by a pop-up and see if people would pick up on that, if that would be something that they like. I mean, cakes typically need to be refrigerated, but because mm-hmm. our pop-ups run three hours, we bring them frozen. And so by the time the guest or the customer brings them home, the cake is fully defrosted, but it's mm-hmm. still cold to eat. So it's yeah. essentially, it's perfect. Yes, it's delightful. <laughs> I can testify to that. It's delightful. I oh, loved it. You enjoyed it. Thank you. Music to my ears. Say more things like that. <laughs> Yes. Say, say more, say more. Okay. So where are some of your favorite places in Seattle? Grab something to eat. Let's, let's think about maybe three places. Cause I know you probably have a lot more than that. Oh my God. Yes, I do. I love to eat and I love mm-hmm. to try new places, but some of my all time favorites, I absolutely love stateside on Capitol mm-hmm. Hill. Yes. For national and stateside. It's I mean, it's such a fantastic date idea. You go and you grab some drinks and then you go and grab some food and what could be better? Oh, totally. Perfect. Another favorite of mine for special occasions is Heirloom on Pike's Place Ooh. Market. Um, yeah, I haven't been there. Oh my God, you are so missing out. When they reopen, <laughs> you absolutely have to go. Chef Maggie is amazing and the chicken liver mousse that they do there is to die for. No okay. joke. We Got get it. it. It's such a huge and generous portion, and I could bathe in it. It is so good. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was really upset that they were not open for my birthday because I really wanted me some chicken liver mousse. 
and I didn't oh, get it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll have to bookmark that one. I know. I think about it all the time because I go by it all the time, and it's just such a beautiful location. And I just I've never been there. Yes. No. The location, the menu, the service, the drinks. Seriously, there is not a single thing that could be better about that place. It is absolutely perfect. That's I think awesome. it's very, very rare to find a restaurant that manages every single aspect of service that well, and they do a phenomenal mm. job. Great. Okay, one more place. Where you got? Oh, one more place. I love Mamnoon on Capitol oh. Hill. For Mediterranean food. Oh, yes. The flavors, phenomenal. They are so, so good. Every single time I go there, they're Muhammara and the hummus. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's a great list. I love that. You're really thoughtful of your list. Sometimes people are just like, oh, I don't know. I like to grab takeout. Uh, that's great. Okay, so we're going to close it out. Uh, where can our listeners find you in social media and where are you most active? Because sometimes people have accounts that they don't really use a lot. I am pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. So Instagram is okay. kind of our main engine of putting information about us out there. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can find our latest menu, the pictures of the things that we did last week, our locations. If you want to reach out and send a message or text me or call me or email me, everything goes straight to my phone. And I have my phone on me pretty much all the time. So I'll probably get back to you within an hour, if not less. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I mean, we message all the time <laughs> and, and you're pretty quick with that. So, so yes, that's also true. And I just want to, I just want to like lift you up and shout you out and clap you up because you are doing a great job managing your own Instagram. I think that's one of the hardest things for new businesses to do. You have learned a lot in the last year and like your pictures are so fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I have a lot of help, especially from you. <laughs> 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 I reach you know, out regularly and take your brain about social media. That does not go unnoticed for my right. own for my own feed. You know, I take the things that you say into account and I adjust things. <laughs> It's, it's looking good. It's looking good. I, you know, I just looked at like your, your entire feed, just, just scrolled down. I'm just like, look at that. Look at this killing the game. <laughs> well, Monica, Monica school of social media. Right, 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 right. Yes, absolutely. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today, Alina. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. And that's our interview with Alina. Nelson, you know, I'm a fan of pastries and sweets. Yes, you are definitely a huge chocolate fan and on, amongst us. You are the chocolate queen. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So she makes really great pastries, nice and flaky, and she's also making a lot of great chocolate. It's completely divine. So if you haven't tried the chocolate, I advise people to try it. She doesn't just make great pastries. The chocolate is fabulous. I want a churro croissant. So <laughs> someone make this happen for me. Everybody knows I live in Eastern Washington. <laughs> So, can someone drive over to Sweet Nothings and More and drive to Centralia and deliver me some churro croissants? That's mm. all I'm asking. Yes, we will find someone to do that and get you your steak and lobster. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know they were making chocolate, Monica. I didn't know Elena could make chocolate like that. If you give the thumbs up on the chocolate, it must be really good. Yeah, I think she's just starting to settle in to offer it more now that the pop-ups are going well. And also, you know, Valentine's Day actually was a pretty big one. So, you know, she's trying to rearrange some of those deliveries. So hopefully they'll get to people and people find out how great it is. I feel so bad with all of these people that are having to cancel these deliveries because of the snow. Yeah. Snow is just the worst. 
right? The worst. The worst. You never you never say, hey, we have to cancel because it's too sunny out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh man. Even like rain, you know, raining sideways. Ah, that's just Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Like you never complain, like, hey, we have to cancel due to rain. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as that. Nope. Torrential downpour, I'll be there in a second. Right. <laughs> oh goodness. Monica, like I mentioned, any birthday plans coming up? Is your family trying to deliver you stuff or what are you what are you doing? Well, this weekend I was just gonna be with my little family, my my siblings. Um, we couldn't quite schedule this week, so we schedule something for next week. Honestly, I canceled most of my plans this weekend. Actually, let's just be real. I canceled all of my plans this weekend. So um, we'll <laughs> see how the weather is tomorrow. If it's good enough, we'll venture out and go grab something. But yeah, kind of bummed. But that's okay. You know, uh, I welcome people to celebrate me every day, listeners. Wonderful. Well, until we meet again, Monica, we'll have to celebrate your birthday probably in a week or maybe next February. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll what see. next time we come. Either. <laughs> until next time, everyone, have a wonderful and safe week out there. Hopefully the snow will melt. Enjoy the week, everyone, and happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.